Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we're going to talk about how young people just starting out in their careers can get started on a path to retirement. We'll get to that in a moment, but first, this word on behalf of our sponsor, Nationwide. This podcast is brought to you by Nationwide. Nationwide's New Heights fixed indexed annuities now offer an optional living benefit rider with a 7% roll-up, available at additional cost. Learn more at nationwidenewheights.com. Morgan Stanley's advice on teaching your teen about money graced my Twitter feed today. It contained fairly standard advice, largely constructive, though it included what I thought was one major error. That error unfortunately occurred in the first sentence. Here is that lead sentence. While it's important to start teaching your kids about money when they are young, it's even more important as they get older. I would argue that the earliest education is always the most important as it sets the foundation for everything else. I gained some valuable knowledge in grad school and college, but those institutions were less important than high school which was in turn less important than elementary school. And the early education one gets from one's parents is even more important. I'm not suggesting that parents try to teach their toddlers how to balance a checkbook. That's not going to work. But all of those helpful suggestions in the Morgan Stanley Guide, items such as not running up credit card debt, working hard, saving and investing, will fall into place as a matter of course if that's what the parents themselves do. Financial literacy programs so often fall short. And when they do, it's not because the material is difficult. It's as easy as, actually easier than pi, which is a mathematical constant that can be difficult to work with because it's an irrational number. So why do these programs fail? It's not because young people are scratching their heads trying to figure out how to pay off their credit card balance or are unaware that interest payments will eat into their wealth. These are things kids can learn in high school. Any difficulty they encounter in these areas are more apt to come from the absence of foundational knowledge that should come in their earliest years. That knowledge includes the idea that their parents are their models, so difficulties they experience later in life would logically have two possible sources. One would be that their parents didn't command their respect at an early age, and the other is that their parents indeed became their models, but their parents failed to model financial responsibility. There's nothing advisors can do about these parental deficiencies, but there is one very simple idea that can make a difference for young people especially who may feel daunted about reaching for a lofty goal such as retirement on what are typically the modest wages of a young worker. And the reason the idea is effective is because it taps into something that most parents do succeed in transmitting. The idea is that small steps matter a great deal and that their weight rises in proportion to their repetition. A young person may feel that, sure, I can deduct a small amount from my paycheck, but how will a mere $20 per paycheck get me to retirement? These are the sort of numbers that brokerage firms usually excel at showing, so I'll spare you the numbers and go right to the principle of the matter. It's the repetition of that $20 paycheck, augmented by the greater earning capacity as we advance in our working life, augmented by eventual 401k matches, and so on, that make the difference. What really makes this feasible, though, is a message that children learn from their first day of life, 
a lesson repeated by both parents, usually multiple times a day, every day, and from that time onward. The message is that they matter, that their actions, even if very small, are consequential. If they've gotten that one down, then they can handle retirement investing. They don't need the intermediate hectoring about checkbooks and credit cards, and the dreams of a bright future that come to us naturally are of lesser importance than action. Let no one despair about having only 20 bucks to start out with. Consider the case of a group of Bangladeshi women who, with a loan of $27 from Nobel Prize winner Mohammed Yunus's Grameen Bank, were able to purchase bamboo to make and sell their furniture, paying back the loan and making a profit. Yunus won that Nobel for what has been termed microfinance, and its legacy, billions of dollars of loans to millions of poor people, is the proof of concept for young investors facing the uphill climb toward retirement. Again, the critical part is less the big ambitions than it is the small actions. How can advisors help? Just as simply, let a young person know you're there for them to help them prepare for their futures. For young people, the struggle with credit cards is smaller than the struggle with self-worth, the transition from being important in one's parents' home to being someone who matters in the bigger world out there. Someone with a small paycheck may feel of little consequence, but financial advisor's raison d'etre is helping small sums grow into large ones. If you believe in what you do, you should not fear small clients, but anticipate their becoming big ones. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich and our podcast was sponsored by Nationwide.